The But First Stretch podcast taps into the extraordinary endeavors that ordinary humans are doing daily to better their lives and their community. The goal of these conversations is to lengthen and extend our perspective on fitness, nutrition, holistic health, the mind-body connection, and what motivates us. The final portion of each episode will provide a guided meditation to self-reflect on the theme of the interview. Brought to you by Jennifer McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of But First Stretch. This episode is another solo adventure for me. I have some guests lined up, but due to social distancing and the unknown, we are going to record via Skype this week. I'm really excited and really nervous to try this. It's a great way to expand my own personal knowledge on technology and podcasting, but also I really love the face-to-face contact and interaction I've had with all my guests thus far. Right now we are living in a season where our life is unknown. The general attitude around me is one of uncertainty, anxiety, and confusion. I'm not an expert in this. In fact, tune into my episode with Renny Volpe, a licensed professional in working with people through anxiety, but I want to share some things that I've been practicing to help me and my family during this time of social distancing. I know that there are many people who are concerned about finances, about purpose, about what the extent of the coronavirus will actually be. So please take a moment to stretch your mind, body, and soul with me on this. Basically, my initial reaction with the shutdown here was disappointment. My place of work was closed. My marathon that I was training for, I've been talking about it on every episode. It was my goal for the year as my resolution was canceled. Fun events like our Christmas gift on April 5th to the 76ers game was canceled. And I felt confused with no solid leadership direction of what I should be doing. To be completely clear, I understood everything was halted for the right reason but that still didn't mean I was sad. I also was feeling really let down that I was feeling bad for myself, and I know that we have it really good right here, but I couldn't shake this feeling of disappointment. The next day, I felt sick to my stomach. It just, the monetary issues that were coming forward made me really nervous, but also I have a lot of passion projects that I'm working on things that I'm really excited about and I think that the pushback of these projects made me feel like I had lack of a professional purpose. To be clear as well, I know that my family is my number one purpose right now and I feel that that is going very strongly for us but still like this like passion projects that I was creating are kind of put on the back burner. And then, realizing that I work with special populations, prenatal women, babies, kids, made me really anxious about being a carrier. What if I infected someone and didn't even know that I did it? That, I I feel like I couldn't even live with that concept if I knew that that happened. So, I'm fully aware that there's an array of issues that everyone is dealing with. Your issues might be different than the ones I'm facing. They might be similar. My hope is that This makes us stronger as a community. When this is over, we're going to need to come together. So I want to talk about some things that I've been doing and I'm hoping to continue to do in order to bring about a sense of normalcy. And I know that everyone's situation is very different than mine. You know, my husband's a teacher, so he's off for at least two weeks. Um, I'm also home full time. 
that's not everyone's case. Some people are working from home. Some people are still going into work. So again, pick and choose which of these you might have to kind of take hold of. But the first thing that I found comfort in is sticking to a similar routine, which is again very hard because I'm out and about all the time with people. But what I've learned is like waking up around the same time, working out every morning I drink warm lemon water to kind of start my system and I'm holding true to these things because it's giving me a sense of familiar familiarity during this time. So try to stay with a similar routine. The next thing that's important is looking at your sleep routine. I know a lot of people around me are having trouble sleeping and this is something I'm going to put into effect today. Turning the TV off around 7 p.m. and not checking the news or social media. Basically clearing your mind before bed will help you sleep better. When you go to sleep and you have all these thoughts that you just read, it can cause you to have trouble falling asleep. I've been doing shorter meditations during this time and I highly suggest trying one before bed. If it's hard for you to fall asleep, it will affect your energy the next day. And even if we are kind of stuck in where we're living, it's still important to bring yourself the best day possible, you know? Um, Gabby Bernstein, author of Super Attractor and May Cause Miracles, has some great tips on this as well. If you're feeling a certain way, it's important to name it, maybe express it, and also be supportive. Like these feelings can last a while. They can also be fleeting. I know I have experienced like an array of emotions over the last few days. It's okay to ask people to pause a conversation for a little bit if it's not something that you feel like getting into. It's okay to come back to that conversation later. It also might be okay to abandon certain conversations. I know I'm expressing my emotions differently than my friends, neighbors, and community. But I'm also really trying to be respectful of everyone else's opinions, thoughts, and boundaries. I think that for me, setting my boundaries was really hard early on. Um, what am I, where am I going to go? What am I going to allow myself to do? And I think that if you set your boundaries and are firm in them, we need to respect the boundaries that other people have set for themselves. And we'll all emerge stronger from this if we don't resent what others have set. The next thing that's really important, and it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, is to move. Get outside. The rain hasn't come in Pennsylvania yet, but go by yourself. Bring your household members. Uh, We took like a two-hour walk yesterday in the morning, and it was just so nice to get out and have the sunshine on our faces. Um, studios in the area are offering free classes, take advantage of them. And also it's okay, especially if you have an income still coming in to support local businesses that are offering them online. I think that's a really great idea. Or if there's a company that you really like, consider the online membership, at least for the next month, right? Give it a try or take advantage of those free classes. A lot of them are available even after the live conversation, but it also allows you to be in community with people even if you're technically distant from them. So give it a try. The last thing is really important and it can be important for people in different ways. It also ties into 
the keeping of routines that I mentioned as the first one. If you are home, make a small list of what you want to accomplish each day. I needed to do this to stay motivated. Basically, I make a list every day. This is not an uncommon trait for me. In fact, I love the feeling of crossing something off or being like, ah, I did this. So if you keep that routine, or for me, if I keep that routine, it gives me a little sense of purpose. I am noticing too that I think people are feeling overwhelmed with what they should be doing at home with the kids. And I want to say that it doesn't have to be Pinterest worthy, Instagram perfect, but it should be something that's important to you and your family. So an example could be like maybe you clean out your clothes closet, right? It's a project that you have been putting off, but it's time to do. Like my parents actually just cleaned out their whole basement. I don't even, I feel so bad. I can't even imagine what they found in that basement. But that's a project that they've been putting off and they were able to do relatively in the day, day and a half time frame. Maybe you trim a tree in the yard. In the mornings, we've been going for the long walk, like I mentioned, taking the dog out. We've done some family yoga. You know, we like to read, so we've been doing a lot of reading here uh, with Brayden, with the kids. And if art projects and learning are important for you, do that. You don't have to do something totally brand new if it's going to be overwhelming for you. We actually have a... I pulled the paint out from the basement. I put it away because I... Don't trust kids with paint and opening lids. But I pulled it out and I was giving Brayden some free reign on the paint a little bit. I realized that myself I'm also a control freak. And I'm like, no, we're not using that color. White does not show up on the white paper. And I had to just like let go of that and let him also have his fun with the paint. So it doesn't have to be totally crazy. Like for example, my first thing I had him do is color in some basic shapes. And then he's like, I want to do another one. And then I let that one kind of be his free painting. So kind of think about that. You know, what what do you want your kids to be doing in this time? What do you want to be doing with them? What do you want to be doing personally? And instead of making it overwhelming and I have to buy all of these different supplies, maybe do something new. I honestly haven't painted with Brayden in a long time. So it was like a nice change from the norm. Um... We also used that paint and we found a stick out back and we painted it for a magic wand. And maybe I'll pull out some ribbon and we can decorate it. It doesn't have to be incredibly intense, but it also can be if that's your personality. Go for it. Um, Our kids still eat lunch at the same time. I try to eat lunch at the same time too, so we have that same routine. When the kids nap, I try to do some of my work. So that's setting up this podcast. It's planning Um, yoga classes, doing my own yoga, or taking a little bit of meditation, or hanging out with my husband while he catches up on some work. So keep that same routine. Um, The final thing that I do want to talk, and I think this is interesting, is I'm going to answer the three questions that I ask everybody on my show. So the first question is, what stretches are you doing in your own life? And again, this is general. It's not running or fitness related at all. And I'm actually going to say the stretch that I'm doing right now is accepting the unknown or trying to accept the unknown. This is a huge stretch of the soul right now for me. And, you know, 
first of all, planning out a race and having completed some long runs. I did one 18 miler. I just finished my 20 miler last weekend. And now, now what? Right. But unfortunately there is, there isn't really a time frame where I can like commit to like, I can do this race without it being canceled. So I'm trying to step back. I'm trying to keep running, which is also hard. Like when you run with people in the morning and you have a good social network to help you get started, which is something I always talk about. Um, it's hard to be motivated when there isn't that date on the calendar. So I've been trying to see what other people are doing on social media. I'm trying to keep it positive. So if someone posts a little workout or a meditation, I'm trying to do that because you know they're offering something that they're good at and their gift and I'm giving it a try because I have to accept that I don't know what's going to happen and I will run that marathon one day but it's not going to be in the springtime and what is something I'm enjoying doing in my life for me and to be honest that's I would say actually a challenge right now normally in the every day of life, I'm always doing something for me. I'm going out, I'm taking a yoga class, I'm, you know, meeting up with a friend for coffee. But right now, I'm spending a lot of time making sure the kids are taken care of, they're engaged. You know, my husband and I are really working together to make sure we're both okay. And, you know, we don't know what the future holds, right? So I am, I guess I'll say for me, I'm trying to figure out different technology and how to connect with people. So I do have the opportunity to teach a few yoga classes via some kind of connection, whether it's Google Hangout or Zoom. So I'm trying to learn how to use these in an effective way. I'm also, like I said, I'm going to be playing around with recording on Skype for my next conversations. And the last thing is, what is something you can't stop talking about? Um... So before all of this happened, if you know me, I had a pretty wild and negative experience at the grocery store Aldi for the first time. Um, I honestly couldn't stop talking about it because it was, I like grocery shopping. I find it enjoyable and I, I was shocked that I even had a terrible experience. Like I went in like super positive about, you know, getting like cheaper food for my family, like really slashing my budget. And I left feeling like overwhelmed and anxious. My baby was crying and she rarely cries at grocery stores, but I think she was picking up on some of the stuff that was going on within me. And I'll say in terms of positive things that I can't stop talking about, um, Brayden has been helping me. We're going to plant some vegetables and flowers and I guess spices and we started them in like the little tiny pots and he has been watering them every day and some of the seedlings are growing and it's really exciting. So um, I'm really into the plants right now as well. So if you follow me on social media, you'll see I posted 50 things my family will be doing during this time of social distancing. Uh, currently the stick for the stick wand is drying from the paint this morning. It's not a rigid but a fun list. So check out some other sites that maybe have the 
the list that you want, have like exactly what supplies you'll need. But also, like I said before, don't put the stress on yourself to have to do everything and have to do everything perfectly. Like sometimes the, for me, sometimes like the little mistakes or the little lessons I learn um, when they don't go perfectly are what makes it even more worthwhile. So my favorite part of this time is spending these moments with my family. And even though there are definitely ups and downs, I know that I will be stronger mentally after this time. So even if it means putting on a movie, eating popcorn, or just cuddling, whatever it is, dog, cat, kids, family, do it. And maybe stay in contact with people who are far. Like, I won't see my parents for a while. So, you know, FaceTime people, use the technology that we have in terms of for the positive. So you can follow me on Instagram at JenniferMC3 or FitFamConchi. Facebook is Jennifer McCracken and FitFamConchi is my page. So please reach out if you have any questions. Also, I'd love to hear ideas of what you're doing in the next few weeks. Like what are some things that you think you could share with people? Because I also want to share your ideas. I know that I've been talking a lot about what we're doing. But the purpose of this podcast is to bring the community together, right? We're stretching our mind, we're stretching our body, and we're stretching our soul. And it's only done through these conversations together. So send me a message. Send me what you're doing to keep your family sane or yourself sane during this time. And if you're enjoying my podcast, please take a moment to leave a comment or like the episode on iTunes. It means a lot to me. And just know that I am so grateful for your support, especially right now. I really appreciate um, the community that I'm living in and the friendships that I've made kind of helping me get through everything that's going on. So we are going to do our cool down. And the meditation that I've chosen today is one of my favorites. It's the loving kindness meditation. It's also known as the metta meditation. And the reason that we do this meditation is that it increases positive emotions while decreasing negative ones. We find happiness in our lives. We find satisfaction. And especially during this time where you might not feel such satisfaction, it's always good to return to something that can help you. Um, It also helps with more positive social interactions, which I think is really important. Even if we're not face-to-face, we're seeing each other on social media all the time. And when you focus on others, you reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. And to be honest, if you are confined or feel confined, that can lead to anxiety and depression. So... Let's take a moment to come to your comfortable seated position. You can be on a chair. You can be on the floor. And just make sure that you're connecting with the earth in some way so your feet are flat on the floor. Your glutes are connected. And gently start to Lower the eyes or close them, whichever one is more comfortable for you. Your hands can come to your knees, the tops of the thighs. 
And just notice where your hands feel most comfortable. Maybe the palms face up. Maybe they face down. It's a little more inward. And start to just notice your breath. Noticing the belly rise and fall on the exhale. Take another breath in. And exhale out. Bring your attention to someone that you love. And start to send them well wishes by saying, may you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be at ease. Now bring your attention to a neutral person. Maybe someone that you have contact with. You may not even know their name. Example, the mailman or woman, crossing guard. And bring that person to your mind. And send well wishes their way. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be at ease. Then begin to think of everyone in your community, your township, your state, your country, the entire globe. And let's send everyone well wishes. May we be happy. May we be safe. May we be healthy. May we be at ease.
And then gently bring one hand to your heart. And let the other hand come on top. And begin to send well wishes to yourself. May I be happy. May I be safe. May I be healthy. May I be at ease. And slowly bringing your intention, your awareness back into the room. Blink your eyes open. Thank you so much for being part of this episode of But First Stretch. Please let me know what you're doing in the next two weeks and hopefully I'll be sending some great podcasts with some other amazing community members out in the next week. Have a great day.